Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Oh, good morning. Welcome to this third hour of today, Wednesday, November 24th, T-minus 24 hours till Turkey Day. Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. Eve. Craig Melvin, Al Roker, Chanel Jones, Dylan Dreyer, uh, still enjoying maternity. I guess she's not really enjoying maternity. No, she is. Yeah, she's, she's enjoying it. Oh, she's, okay. she's, she's definitely enjoying, enjoying it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we <laughs> want to show you something right now. This is quite it's possibly big. the most beautiful Thanksgiving Day table ever. We've assembled our chefs out on the plaza. We kicked things off last hour. I like that we let them put on coats. Yeah, because they just had these vests that are not very warm. Some of them still warm. have the vests on. They're good-looking vests. Yeah, but, but they don't keep you very warm. It's cold. Mm -hmm. So we're calling it Thanksgiving 21 Together Again. Yeah. It's a series. The fun's going to continue this hour with more tips, mm -hmm. more hacks. Yeah, yep. we weren't able to do it last year, so this year the chefs are really excited to be able to. Well, we did it via Zoom. Right, so we're bringing it back. So this year they're in person. And, and of yeah. course, besides that, once we get through Thanksgiving, of course, we are full on holiday. Welcome to Ship Apocalypse. You made that up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I did. No, no, actually, our writers did. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe Vicky Wynn did. Uh, but there's a lot of packages on the move. Holiday crunch continues, and so as it does, we got to figure out about the deadlines, the prices, all that stuff. Vicky Wynn is here with what we all need to know. Plus, we have Andy Grammer. Our yeah. pal Andy Grammer is performing with us a little later this morning. He's performing for the Thanksgiving Day Parade, right. so we're going to talk to him about his performance tomorrow and what it has to do with donuts. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Donuts. So lots to talk about this morning, but we begin with one of the busiest travel days in years, kicking off as we speak. After last year's guidance to stay home, the number of airline passengers is expected to double the total from 2020. And those who are driving, a lot of you guys may be hitting the road um, to your holiday destination. You'll be battling traffic on the road. So it's a lot to manage. Let's go to NBC's Morgan Chesky. He's keeping track of all the moving parts from a gas station in Dallas, Texas. Morgan, good morning. What's the latest? Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, that traditional holiday congestion is back. A lot more people are going to be hitting the roads this year. In fact, we're seeing about 4 million more travelers driving than we saw last year, and that's coming close to hitting those pre-pandemic levels. There's estimating 48 million people that are going to be driving this Thanksgiving holiday. And if you are one of them, well, you're going to be expecting some higher prices at the pump. Believe it or not, the average cost for a gallon of gas is about $1.30 more than what we paid this time last year. Nationally, our average coming in at about $3.40 a gallon. A lot of people certainly going to be feeling that. AAA says if you are driving, you need to have a little bit of a strategy here. They say today the most congestion on the roadway is going to be between noon and 8 p.m. So if you can delay your start time, maybe for an evening drive, that could be for the best. If you're driving on Thanksgiving Day, they say try to hit the road before 11 a.m. to avoid a lot of the congestion there. Now, if you are one of those flying, as I will be, TSA says it's going to be incredibly busy. They're planning on screening about 2 million people a day over the next week. And they say that Sunday will be the busiest day of travel this entire year. So as we come out of the pandemic, uh, we are starting to see everyone return to life somewhat normal. And that means a lot of us doing the same thing. Guys? So, Morgan, you said you're flying. Where are you going, buddy? How are you spending your Thanksgiving? <laughs> Uh, believe it or not, I'm heading to y'all's neck of the woods, oh. touching down in the Big Apple oh. yeah, tomorrow morning. So uh, it should be good. Yeah, there you go. Huh. Safe travels, bud. Yeah. Right. But somebody I know is traveling, that. is flying on a, on a 
Thanksgiving Day and coming yeah. back on the busiest day. Busiest travel day of the year with two small children on Sunday. Oh, it's going to be delightful. It's going to be you something. You know what? You just have to lean in. Enjoy it. And enjoy it. Yeah. You know, the kids with their backpacks. If you miss a flight, darn oh, how it. Do you know, how did you know about Sibby's backpack? Oh, because all of us have, we, this is a rite of passage. Oh, I didn't God, even know backpack. that. It was, of course. Yes, she's very excited about her new when backpack. When they finally get a backpack, trust me, oh, I've lived it. Gotta it is, do it, gotta real. do it. Okay, so we're gonna switch from holiday travel to space travel. Okay. Now, over the summer, Sir Richard Branson helping pave the way for space tourism on his historic flight with Virgin Galactic. And then they teamed up with a charity fundraising platform, Omaze, for a sweepstakes offering the chance to win two seats on one of the next Virgin Galactic space flights. Every entry supported the nonprofit Space for Humanity and their mission to expand access to space through their citizen astronaut program. The winner, chosen at random, was announced today as Keisha Shahoff from Antigua. Yes. Keisha, join Yay, us now. Keisha. Hi, Keisha. Congratulations. Keisha. That is so cool. <laughs> so, so, Keisha, thanks for being with us. I understand, you, ironically, you used to be a flight attendant, uh, and now you're, yes. you're a health and energy coach uh, for women in your community. What inspired you to enter? Wow, it was like, it was just a big excitement. First of all, I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much. What inspired me was basically just the love for travel, the love for adventure, the love to explore loving our planet and just loving to know more about what, what makes up everything. Looking up at the stars, always dreaming. And it was just like, when I saw the opportunity to enter for this, I decided, you know what, let me try. And then like to my surprise, becoming a winner, that's like so amazing. <laughs> Keisha, I'm so happy you're on the show this morning. We've talked so much on this show, you know, asking people, you know, should everyday folks be able to go to space? Would you go? And I thought this was pretty cool. So Richard Branson and the others, they surprised you at your doorstep to tell you you were going to space. Did you, so did you think you were a yes. finalist or what happened? And then I guess, who do you want to take with you? I actually thought I was a finalist. I didn't think that it was going to go past that. I thought that, you know, we was just going to get like maybe a finalist prize or something <laughs> and then having the Zoom conversation with them. And then like a minute later, they're all just coming into my house. It was like so overwhelmingly. Aww. I was just so excited. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> but they did prepare me for this as a finalist. Look at that. There's a possibility. <laughs> oh, that's a possibility to go. I would take my daughter. That's what I said. So that's my good. daughter is coming. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, that's great. I love that you got a plus one. Thank so, you. I'm so, so excited. It's uh, just like amazing. <laughs> a while back, Virgin Galactic astronaut Sarisha Banlot, she joined our show to talk about her recent space flight. She sent a special yeah. message for you today. Take a look and listen. Congratulations. You're going to space. How amazing. You know, this is not just a trip to space. This is a transformational journey that starts right now. Welcome to the future astronaut community. You've already put so much positive change into your own community. I cannot think of a more deserving person for this incredible opportunity. And you know, I will support more women going into space. Here, oh, here. That was here, here. Oh. So Keisha, wow, brought tears to I know. Yeah, <laughs> almost brought tears to ours too. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna wow. be the first person. <laughs> from the Caribbean islands to make the trip to Amazing. space. Uh, so congratulations on making history as well. Thank you. What are you most excited about? Thank you so about? much. <laughs> I'm just excited to just get out there, to be orbit and to just like look back to the planet, to the stars. It was just like so beautiful. I'm really excited about the entire experience and to also inspire others <sighs> to take the step forward in this. I really love Space for Humanity, what it represents. And I'm very excited about working with them 
to help inspire others okay. and especially believing in what I believe in with the fem- with women yeah. to inspire oh. women as well to get into this. This is so That's awesome. Great. Well, enjoy, Keisha. We'll be rooting for you and watching as you take off. Thanks so much. Check in when you come back. Take care. <laughs> Keisha's Thank going to so space. Much. There you go. All right. Coming up next, Vicki Wynn is here with everything we need to know about holiday shopping so our gifts get there in time. Then, a heartwarming story of a young woman who saved a kid's life and it all started with the promise of free pizza. Hmm. Third hour today, I'll be right back. Oh. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops, on. TVs, streaming. Game console, console Smart thermostat, set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera, oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply, actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. We are back with a new Consumer Confidential as part of our network series, Race to Deliver. We've talked a lot about holiday shopping, but today it's all about shipping. Shipageddon? Yes. Is that what you called it? A shipstorm. Shipocalypse? Yeah, shipstorm. That was Alice special. A shipping <laughs> bottlenecks, supply chain issues. So how can you make sure that your gifts and your cards all arrive on time? Well, our investigative and consumer correspondent, Vicki Wynn, always has the answer. Today's no exception. So, I, I mean, I guess we should start with, like, if you're shipping packages, mm-hmm. how early do we need to send them to make sure they arrive in time? The sooner, the better. Yeah. If you wait, the longer you wait, the more you will pay. So let's everybody get our calendars out because we're going to talk about a lot of dates right now. December 15th, that is the deadline for USPS and FedEx. That was my shoe, sorry. <laughs> uh, to get your packages, ground delivery by Christmas. That's going to be the cheapest. Okay. UPS, they want you to enter your zip code for where the package is going to go so they can give you a more accurate estimate. Look, can you wait until December 23rd or 24th? Yes, you can, and you will also pay through the nose. A package can cost hundreds of dollars to ship if you wait until the last minute. I don't want that to happen to you. Okay, so speaking of the timing, so when's the best time to get the best price to get that stuff there? Yeah, definitely right now, mid-month. And then let's talk a little bit about ways to save because I think that's what people really want to know, right? In addition to shipping early, we were going to show you some of these flat rate boxes, but you're probably familiar with them. They're free at the USPS. So if you've got some heavy items, but they're small, think about those flat rate boxes because they won't charge you for the weight. It's whatever you can stuff inside that box, right? Also, if you have folks that you are shipping to out of town, gift recipients, lots of places offer free shipping these days if you make a minimum order. So just ship the gift directly to the recipient. Uh, Choose the gift wrap option. That will save you money, even though that costs a little bit more. Mm -hmm. The other thing to do uh, is think about when's the next time you're going to see that person? Maybe you are going to see them really close to the holiday. And then just bring it in person as I did for you all with your holiday cards this year. Oh, this is nice. Oh, your family goes all out for holiday cards. I'm excited. Yay. Well, guess what? Stamps cost 58 cents each, so I just saved about $2. I heard you say that. I didn't realize stamps dropped almost $60. Nice. Look at this picture. Can we show people at home? (laughs) This is great. And the other great thing is holiday cards. 
I love it. Okay, okay we're derailing. Sorry, okay, sorry. You, sorry. you, you could save money you, by buying those forever stamps now. What's the theme load this up year? What's the theme? That's what I actually do. Well, we moved to the birds. Oh, that's right. So that's you the 50s the theme. It's like WandaVision. I love it. So wait, a passionary tale, I will say. So last year, I tried to save money. Yeah. I packed everything myself because I feel like they charge you so much when you go into the store. Yes. But some of the things I purchased for my family members were broken by the time they arrived. So I feel like you should. Nice packing. Yeah. You have to be careful. You do absolutely have to be careful. That is super important. So when you are packing, first, know what you can send. A lot of times people want to send a bottle of wine or that cool, fun, you know, six pack of beer. Alcohol is prohibited. So if you want to buy a wine gift, you need to go through the authorized really? retailer and send it that way. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, just remember, USPS has a limit of 70 pounds. And then here's the other thing. They talk about boxes. USPS does not encourage you to reuse your boxes. I'm really green and environmental. I say you reuse the box as long as it's sturdy and in good shape. No okay. holes, no tears, no uh, weaknesses in the right. seams. And then make sure, this is so basic, but putting the address on the same side of the box, the to and from, mm -hmm. and don't guess on the zip code. We talked to the USPS. Yeah. They said, go to USPS.com, enter the address. They will give you the zip code. It's very easy, and that's so vital. The other thing, this is the pro tip they said. Mm -hmm. In case something happens to the outside and the label gets ripped or something, put an index card inside every package yeah. and make sure the to and from is the addresses wow. are on that. So in case it gets, you know, yeah. ripped, damaged, they still know where to send that package. By of the, course, wrap everything carefully. And by the way, if you are looking to ship wine or other things, there, there's a, a couple of apps now, Drizzly being one of them, mm -hmm. that I've used in the past. That, that, and that, that works for you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, very good. He, he okay. shipped to himself. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fair. Merry Vicky, Christmas to me. Vicky, when, thank you, and thanks thank for Christmas. Thank you. I know, it's so very cute. Sweet. Happy thank holidays. You. Coming up here on Thanksgiving Eve, how one college student looking for free pizza ended up saving the life of a total stranger. This is an emotional one, so get your tissues ready. Uh, and then two of our absolute favorites, Bishop Michael Curry, Rabbi Sharon Browse, joining us with their unique perspective on giving back and giving thanks. The third hour of today, right back after this. It is time for our annual series, Thanks and Giving, shining a spotlight on the amazing work done at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Their national outreach director, Marlo Thomas, is here. But first, Kristen Dahlgren with One Little Story Story. Good morning, Kristen. Good to see you. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. My favorite stories of the year are these that we do with Marlo. So we talked to Megan Carlson, a mom, who told me St. Jude saved her daughter's life, diagnosing an extremely rare disorder and performing a unique bone marrow transplant. Of course, they needed just the right donor. Turned out it was a generous college student they had never thanked in person. So we decided to change that. When you meet seven-year-old May, it's hard not to smile. She's sparkly. Everything is happy. Everything is the best day ever. May was adopted from a Chinese orphanage when she was three. Do you remember first meeting your mom and dad? You walked in. Yeah. What did I give you? Stuffy and a lolly. I gave you a lollipop and a stuffy, and you walked right into my arms, right? Megan Carlson already had four children, but knew her family had more love to give this little girl who had hip dysplasia. They did tell us that one of her legs was shorter than the other one. We wanted her in our family very much. Aww. <laughs> they brought May home and scheduled corrective surgery. Then her blood work showed a more serious problem. Fanconi anemia, a rare genetic disease that affects bone marrow and can be fatal. May had chemotherapy at St. Jude, but would also need a bone marrow transplant. They were like, we're getting to a critical level. 
Finding a match, especially one that shared May's ethnicity, wouldn't be easy. You're just talking a couple percent of the registry. And we were told that we probably had a better chance of winning the lottery than we did finding a donor for her. It's terrifying. I mean, we were so bonded to her and we loved her so much. And then came the answer to their prayers, who came for the pizza. My friends ran into me and said, hey, they're giving out free pizza in the student center. So of course I go. And it turns out that it's actually a bone marrow drive. Grace Fung was a freshman at Duke. Along with her pizza, she did a cheek swab. A couple years later, Be The Match called me and they said, hey, we have a potential match. Uh, would you be willing to donate? In 2019, Grace donated marrow, a procedure she says wasn't hard. The surgery was on a Thursday, and then the next Friday morning, I made it to my physics discussion on my own. For her, a short recovery. For May, it was everything. We love her donor. We thank God for her every single day because she is the reason why May's here. Doctors at St. Jude in Memphis gave May the life-saving cells and were there every step of the way. Pack your bags, get out the door. It's time for you to leave the floor. May did so well uh, throughout the process, and she tolerated all the treatment with uh, minimal complications. What is your favorite thing about St. Jude? My doctors. St. Jude, plain and simple, saved my daughter's life. They took a chance to do a transplant that they hadn't done before. They researched it. They prep the doctors and nurses, and they continue to give us hope for her future. Today, May is healthy, always happy. What types of things do you like to do around here? Um, in my backyard, I kind of like I'm playing on trampoline. And about to get a surprise. There's somebody I'd like you to meet. Oh my goodness, May! That's great. Do you know who that is? Yay. For the first time in person, they meet the woman who saved May's life. I feel like part of my heart is with me now. I'm just so grateful that I can tell her in person, she can see in my actions and my words just how truly grateful we are for her. Grace is now studying to be a doctor, something May thinks she may want to do too. They have this special bond. I'd love to watch Grace go through school and start her career, and I'd love for her to watch May do all these big things that May has planned in her life. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Megan and May really wanted to give Grace a huge hug, but due to COVID, they practiced social distancing. You could still, guys, feel oh, the yeah. love between them. Oh my God. They even had a little pizza party, huh? That's oh, right. Yeah. They did. They had a pizza party to celebrate that special day. Uh, and it was all thanks to St. Jude. That was beautiful. That was good. So, Marla, how's May doing now? She's doing great. And, you know, uh, because that's such a rare disease, we have to watch her very closely for the rest of her life because she's at risk for other kinds of cancers. But we do that with many patients, many of our survivors. We want to be sure they lead a healthy life, you know, forever and at, at no cost to them. What I love about this little girl is she loves her mother so much. She wants to be a doctor, but she wants to be a doctor in a hospital near her house. <laughs> of course. So that she can live with her mother oh. and just love her. And she can we squeeze in little girl. the importance of donations? Oh, like that cheek swab. Yeah, I mean, Grace really highlighted. I mean, that's, that's one of the big takeaways from this story. Yeah. Right. Especially for people of color. Yes. Exactly. Not a lot in the registry. She said it's super easy. You just do a cheek swab and then you may get called. And it's not this, you know, big invasive procedure that some people may think. It actually, she said she recovered very quickly. In some cases, you can even give bone marrow stem cells, mm. um, blood stem cells to help. It makes such a difference in, you know, 
so many people. What a great story. We really needed that today. Marlo Mm. Christian, thank Thank you you. so very much. Up next, something else perfect for Thanksgiving. Two faith leaders, Bishop Michael Curry, Rabbi Sharon Browse, with some advice for finding meaning this holiday season. And from spiritual guidance to kitchen guidance. (laughs) Three chefs to share their best last-minute tips because when it comes to a meal as important as Thanksgiving, Sometimes you just got to call on the experts, right? Yep. We did just that for you. Third hour of today, right back after this. With so many of us preparing to celebrate Thanksgiving with family again, there is so much to be grateful for this year. So we called on two faith leaders for some perspective. Bishop, Bishop Curry captivating the world with his sermon at the royal wedding in 2018, presiding over the funeral service of former Secretary of State Colin Powell earlier this month. And Rabbi Sharon Browse blessed President Biden and Vice President Harris at the National Inaugural Prayer Service. So we have two good folks for us this morning. Good morning to both of you. Morning. Good morning. Uh, Rabbi Browse, let's start with you. You know, a lot of us have learned or have leaned on our faith to get through the pandemic. Are there any lessons that we should take with us? You know, so many people said, oh, I'm not going to take it for granted again when I get back with my family. Or what lessons should we take with us as we try to get back to normal? You know, it's it's such a time of vulnerability. I feel through this period that really the veil has been lifted. There's been so much loss that's been so profound. And I think there's a kind of recognition that none of us is really assured forever. So what mm. are we supposed to do with that awareness of the fragility and the preciousness of life? And I, I really see that, that that we're called to do two things. One, to hold gratitude, to just be immensely grateful for life itself, for our loved ones, for the frontline workers, for science, mm-hmm. for our ability to move through this time as we have. And the second thing is to use the, the, this time, this new awareness to get into right relationship with mm-hmm. ourselves, with our families, with our society. Mm-hmm. So. So what does right relationship look like for Thanksgiving? It really starts with reckoning around our founding narratives and mythologies. I'm here in Los Angeles on Tongva land. That means recognizing that many native and indigenous people really see this not as a day of celebration, but as a day of mourning. It Mm. means reckoning with narratives of violence and and displacement and erasure and and getting in sacred realignment, working toward a more just reality. We're we're also right now in this moment awaiting the verdict in the trial of the men who killed Ahmaud Arbery. So right relationship means recognizing the way that black lives have been discounted and diminished and discarded and telling a new story for America, a story of collective generation in which black lives matter and every person is treated as an image of God. It feels like this is the perfect moment to hold our vulnerability as a call to live differently in the world than we have before. And and Bishop Curry, you recently shared that uh, uh, Thanksgiving really should be viewed in two parts. One part, of course, gratitude, that we know that, but what's the other part? Well, you know, uh, following in the the the, the train of, of my rabbi sister, uh, thanksgiving, if you look at it, there are two words, thanks and giving. Um, one is an attitude. Uh, the other is an action. Um, I remember years ago, I had a parishioner uh, when I was a parish priest who actually stopped me at the door after a Thanksgiving service. And she said, ask me, isn't this a rather selfish occasion where we're just thankful for what we have, but others may not have? And I didn't give her an answer back then, so I can answer her now. Mm-hmm. Well, it may be if all I do is give thanks. If my thanks doesn't translate into both an attitude and actions, it may well just be selfish. 
but if it's actions that are involved in changing and touching lives and actually changing the world in such a way um, that we deal with the problems of our past and deal with our present and create a new future, then Thanksgiving is a celebration worthy of Thanksgiving. You actually just inspired me in this moment to make sure that I do something with yes. the family, with the kids on Thanksgiving to do something where they give. That's a very good point for all of us. Mm. Rabbi Browse, we don't have a lot of time, but light is an important theme of Hanukkah, which starts on Sunday. And you said that the theme of light has a certain power when it comes to the winter holidays. What do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. Well, really, our work is to mitigate against the darkness by bringing light. And it's no accident that all, that, that so many of these winter holidays, including Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa, are, come at the, the darkest time of year when the, the nights are long and the days are short. And we bring light so that we can remember that we're to be the embodiment of light. And, and for us, as Jews, one of the central commands is really to publicize the miracle of Hanukkah, the miracle that happened to our people when we were saved. Um, and so what we do is we put the light in the front window if we can. Sometimes people even put it outside their house in order to say that even though we've been through so much, that that miracles are possible, that redemption is possible, and that every one of us can be the embodiment of that deep truth. And, and Bishop Curry, we're, we're, we're almost out of time, but I just was wondering, for you, yourself, and Rabbi Browse then, what are you most thankful for this year? Bishop, we'll start with you. You know what? The, I, I'm, I'm thankful, one, that I'm just alive. Um, and at 68 years old, I'm just glad to be alive. Um, <laughs> But I'm also profoundly thankful for the fact that children are getting vaccines now. Um, mm -hmm. And while we haven't solved all of our problems, we haven't gotten vaccines around the world, and we need to be sharing our blessings as, as this great country that we are with others around the world so that the vaccines can protect them as well. Mm -hmm. But we've come a long way from where we were one year ago, and I'm thankful. That's true. Mm -hmm. Rabbi Braz? Amen. I, I share your gratitude for that, Bishop Curry. And I'm, I'm so grateful that we've learned through this time that we do not need to assume that the world has to be the way that the world is. In an instant, everything turned upside down in the spring of 2020. And, and for those of us who've been fortunate enough to survive, we've got we've got our imaginations stretched wide open before us now. We need to imagine a different way of living in this world. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to live into that dream and tell a new story for my family, for our country, and for the world. My goodness, right. so much food for That's thought right. there this morning. And I want to know who plays foosball there at uh, Rabbi Browse's. <laughs> Are you looking in the background there? <laughs> Bishop Curry, Rabbi Browse, thank you. And happy Thanksgiving to both of you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Well, I said food for thought. Coming up now from foolproof recipes to hosting hacks, these chefs are your last-minute resource for Thanksgiving help. And our friend Andy Grammer is also feeling festive today. We're going to catch up with him about what's in store for his performance tomorrow at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Third hour today. We'll be right back. All right, earlier this morning, 21 chefs entered the Today Plaza to celebrate being together again in 2021. Well, three of those chefs are joining us now to share their top last-minute tips and hacks so we can have our best Thanksgiving ever. First up, chef and owner of Pig Beach, our friend, Mr. Matt Abdu. Matt, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Roker. All right, so what if you can't get your hand on a turkey? A lot, of, Some people wait till the last minute. Myself, I wouldn't be that disappointed. What, uh, what would you suggest 
in its stead. Well, there's tons of options you can do, but I love doing a roasted chicken. If you couldn't get a turkey or there's not that many people coming over this year, want to do something uh -huh. a little bit smaller, go right. find yourself a chicken, roast it in the oven. Everybody loves a good roasted chicken. You can never go wrong with it. Okay, now, so, so say you, you've got the, you got your roasting pan here, but you don't have, what can you do as a hack to keep things, keep it elevated? So if you're cooking at home and you don't have one of these fancy, beautiful roasting pans, but you have some sort of baking dish or baking tray or whatever, um, we just take some aluminum foil and you uh -huh. just want to take it and twist it up and you'll make a oh, wow. little rack that you can put oh. your chicken your turkey okay. went on to so all the juices will drip down oh. and then you have room to put all of your carrots onions and celery on the bottom oh, of it nice. so that when you're roasting your chicken or your turkey it's nice and propped up so all those juices can drip down really well and what about a brine for your uh, a dry brine or a wet brine so no matter what you're you're cooking turkey chicken pork you want to make a brine for it. it's going to add so much moisture and flavor to it super simple ratio we have, for every quart of water, you have about a quarter cup of sugar and a uh -huh. quarter cup of salt. You just dump all those into the bowl, right. and you whisk them all together until they're nice, until the solution is clear. And then you want to soak your turkey in that brine for an hour per pound to overnight. Mm -hmm. And then add some fun aromatics. Here we have some bay leaf, peppercorn, some thyme. Put all that in there. You add some garlic, shallots, whatever you want. Make it taste really great, and uh -huh. your brine is ready to go. Do you like the dry brine? I love doing a dry brine. For a turkey, though, I like doing the wet brine. I like it to be so, totally submersed into that. But the dry brine is great for, like, steaks or, like, pieces of chicken thighs or legs and things like that. Okay. For now, me personally. Now for my favorite part, the stuffing. <laughs> yeah, All right, Marisol, what do we have? All right, so what do you guys do if you're out of breadcrumbs? Uh, Supply chain issues, am I right? Sure. Okay. You guys can just use a little bit of soaked bread or box stuffing. And nothing's wrong with a box stuffing. No. It's on you the grocery store shelves a little bit. Oh, I add in some thyme, some cilantro, a little bit of sazon because I'm Latin and that's how we do. <laughs> then, you know, if you have some gluten-free guests, mm -hmm. you can have them make their stuffing or you could provide oatmeal, rice. Really? Instant potato flakes and chicharron. Okay. Pork rinds because oh, pork rinds. chicharrones, of course, that's yeah. how we do. Now, I, I got something for you. Okay. If What's the worst thing that can happen with your stuffing? Uh, you run out of it. Or it gets mushy. It gets oh, mushy. you get mushy. Gets like, you know, can I tell you something? Too my much kids liquid. just said that yesterday. They, they think Thanksgiving food is mushy. Oh. Exactly. I'm like, guys. Maybe it's just. No, I don't cook, don't even. <laughs> they just don't like soft stuff. Maybe it's a shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't cook. Well, so I, got a, I got a solution for y'all. Okay. I call this stuffins. Stuffing. Stuffins. Stuffing muffins. Okay. All right. So basically, what you do is you're going to get a muffin tin, uh -huh. and you're gonna grab your favorite stuffing. It can be boxed, it can be homemade, and you're gonna put That's them. That's a cute idea. Oh. And you know what it does? Stuffing muffin. It creates crispiness while retaining moisture, but also speeds up that cooking stuffings. process. Yeah. Stuffing. Stuffing. Wow. Impressive. That's very easy. We got a stuffing here for all y'all. You very know nice. what? I have to say, it's very hard to do new things or for us to see new things on the show. That's new for me. Well, thank you. All right. I'll try it out. <laughs> well, now we have son of a Southern chef himself, Lazarus. What are you going to bring us this morning? Okay, so if you're having a wet Thanksgiving, which I plan to do. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. There will be bottles. There will be wine. Yes, there will be something yes. to drink. But then sometimes we have leftover wine. Yeah. So what do you do with that wine? I love to make a next day sangria. Oh, let's do it. Come on. Let right. me put my stuff down. Okay, so, so you pour your leftover wine in here. Okay. Right? You have some cranberries. You got oranges. You got some fresh mint and rosemary. Put it into your pitcher. Isn't this gorgeous? That's beautiful. No, I and might even take just this the home. presentation of the it. Presentation I feel like your guests will feel like, you know nice. what I mean? It's really great it? for like uh -huh. the next day. It's light, refreshing. You can add well, your good. little sparkling water. Yeah. Lovely. Just like that. Easy and then peasy. pour it right in. Ooh, that's good. We only have one minute left. Ah! Ah! 
All right, let's squeeze this in. Okay, so you got leftover wine, you got leftover so. cranberry sauce. Okay. Why not make a glaze? Oh. Okay, mm, so nah. you can pour that in. Now, we're using pantry ingredients. Okay. We've got some nutmeg, some cinnamon, oh, well, thank you, a little bit of sure. allspice. Yes. Bring it into a pot, right? Wait, Bring it down to, reduce it to a simmer. Okay. All right, save one for me, y'all. Yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> And then you can pour it on your leftover meats. Ooh. You can put it on your leftover stuffing or your muffins. This stuffing would make muffins. great for, for the, the sandwiches the next day. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. oh my exactly. gosh. Yum. You guys all get this. new oh things goodness. today. This is good. Cheers. Happy Cheers. Thanksgiving. Cheers. Thanksgiving, everybody. Marisol and Lazarus, thank you so much, yes. guys. You can find <laughs> all of these this morning's Thanksgiving recipes, tips, and hacks on today.com slash food. Coming up next, we love him. You know him. You can't live Yay! without him. Andy Grammer is here ahead of his Woo! big performance at the Macy's Thanksgiving. Are you cold? Third out of right back. <laughs> Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. The City Music Series on today is proudly presented to you by City. We are now joined by an artist who always brings joy and energy, multi-platinum singer-songwriter Andy Grammer. Ah, uh, yes, his music is full of good vibes, like his latest songs, Lease on Life, and Damn It Feels Good to Be Me. <laughs> I love <laughs> from, you saying that. <laughs> from, from his upcoming album. Well, now he's here to tell us more about his performance at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade coming up tomorrow. Andy, it is so good to see good you. Good morning. Oh, it is good to be back here. How are you? Oh, We're we good. are great and better for seeing you, my friend. Oh, good. Uh, so this is not going to be your first First, uh, a Thanksgiving Day parade. No, I love this. This is my third time. Oh, is that it is, your third time? It's such a good vibe out there. Everybody's so happy. You're like coming down, everybody's screaming sweet things at you for the whole thing. It's you gotta really, love really that. Great. It's amazing. So what, what float are you on uh, this time, and, and what are you gonna be performing? I'm on the Entenmann's float. I'm a huge fan of donuts, so that's really no, like... I'm the Entenmann's cheese Danish. It's yes. like, the it's pound my cake. It's my yeah, happy it's place. Cake. And we're gonna be singing my new single, Dan Feels Good to Be Me. All right. That is awesome. Yeah. I just asked you behind a behind-the-scenes question. Are you all layered up? I always wonder how you guys do that. Yeah, you yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? It's really cold. And yes. It's worth it. Totally worth it. Now, speaking of cold, then after the parade, you're going to jet set back to L.A. Yeah. You've got your beautiful girls. Uh, how are you guys so going to celebrate Thanksgiving? And yeah, I'm going to keep them up for me. They're, oh, look at them. How old are they now? They're one and four. Oh, my goodness. So I will land, like, right at bedtime, but I think we're going to keep them up and force them to hang out with me. I <laughs> love it. I love your tin man, your little wizard so of Oz. So cute. Actually. We went so, for it, hey, yeah. Hey, so... so this is, <laughs> Isn't that cute? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, how does that happen? He's hatched a dad. Look yes, at that. Yes. Uh, 
So it's your fifth studio album yeah. you're about to release. And I understand you guys kind of did this a little unconventionally. You, you, you and your group all holed up in a house for a couple of weeks? Yeah, I have a couple songwriters that I just love to work with. And we all got tested and just for two weeks went into like a quarantine writing camp. And it was awesome, actually. I, to be a dad of two kids where you wake up at 5 a.m. every single day, yeah, it was like a really amazing break. That is kind of true. So you know what, you're a positive person. You hit the pandemic. I think for a lot of us, it was time to soul search a little bit. Yeah. When you're an artist, I feel like a lot of the artists I've talked to, it really struck a chord with them in their writing process and yeah. going back and creating an album. Was it that way for you too? Yeah, not being able to do what you love, yeah. not being able to do the things that you like create an identity mm. and then you can't do it anymore was really, really good. And uh, not good, it was actually awful yeah, in, no, in, the, in sure. the good way. Yeah. And so Damn It Feels Good to Me came out of like, you gotta find your worth and your value from yourself. Mm. Yeah. And for artists who a lot of times are running around the world and getting screamed at, uh, that can be a little bit of a thing. And yeah. so I got into therapy about it, and my therapist said, sounds like you're getting your worth from out a lot of places oh, outside external. of yourself. So it, maybe it was a silver lining in that So then process. I started writing songs about it, and I'm, I'm psyched. Good. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's so refreshing to hear somebody talk about yeah. their struggles. I mean, we, yeah. we look at guys like you, performers, you've got it all, everything's great, but you guys can, can struggle as well. You understand that you're blessed and you have a lot of, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you got a lot of fortune, but but that, that you know, your mental health is still your mental health. It's everybody, yeah. we're all yeah. insecure. Aren't we? <laughs> so then, you know what? For me, the silver lining is then when you head back out, you're like a new man. You know what I mean? Even stronger, even better. Are you looking forward to getting back out? Oh my God! I can't even tell you how excited I am. <laughs> I, the Art of Joy tour. I'm headed out in February, and uh, it's it's like breathing uh -huh. to me. People I need are it ready so bad. to get as much as yeah. you guys are ready to perform. We're ready to receive. Yeah. You know what I mean? We need to get back some yeah. And, Badly. Yes. And what are you thankful for this year, Andy? I am. Genuinely thankful. The first, I mean, for my two little girls, there and, and my wife. It's like some basic answer. They're oh, just the best. It's everything. Wow. They're just it's the everything. Best. Yeah. Well, good true. luck tomorrow. You don't need luck. You're going to oh, be amazing. It's thank gonna be you fun. so much. Good hey, what's what's on the menu for tomorrow? Ooh. When get tomorrow home? when I get home. Yeah. yeah. You know, my wife's mom is like a really good cook, so I'm sure mm. Gigi is is cooking Gigi. up. Gigi. Oh, the Gigi yeah. just sounds Gigi. like a good cook. Yeah, Andy, thank great. you so much. Thanks for having Happy me. Thanksgiving, and of course, you can catch Andy's performance tomorrow at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, starting at 9 a.m. right here on NBC and on Peacock. And we will be right back. Guess what? Today we've reached a milestone okay. because there's just 100 days to the Winter Paralympics. I love the, it. That's right. The games begin March 4th on NBC and Peacock. So start your countdown clocks now. Coming up tomorrow on today, it is the 95th Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Balloons, floats, performances, baby, baby Yoda. We will be there for every minute of it. So don't miss I love action. it. All right. And next, Hoda and Jenna get ready to party because Jenna's turning 40 and they have a special guest, lots of guests, and surprises galore. So we'll see you back here for Thanksgiving tomorrow morning. Have a phenomenal day, everybody. And thank you Have guys for coming. All right. Woohoo!